Welcome to the Six Figure Roadmap, brought to you by LVRG.it. Leverage it, saving you money on the tools, software, and courses you use to grow your business every single day. Now, here's your host, Cam Martinez. Good morning, afternoon, evening, wherever you are tuning in from. Welcome to another week of the Six Figure Roadmap. I have another amazing interview this week. Andra Bolin is a sales matchmaker on a mission to help entrepreneurs love their relationship with live sales. Building on years of experience managing hundreds of salespeople in a corporate environment, she teaches the power of connection and transformation in live sales and works with businesses to improve their enrollment process from first touch to testimonial. Andra helps craft compelling sales scripts, webinar pitches, and sales calls that communicate the power of transformation at stake by making a real connection with potential customers. So we talk a lot about that, guys. We talk a lot about high-ticket sales, why your sales process is broken, how to fix it, but also how to consistently keep showing up to generate consistent leads and sales into your pipeline, into your business, Because no matter what you are delivering, whether that's a product or a service, you're a coach, consultant, agency owner, whatever that is, there's going to be a time when you're going to need to sell your expertise. And Andra does an amazing job of teaching you how to do that. Even if you've never done it before or have not had a great experience doing it, or if you just want to continue to get better, listen to this episode. She provides amazing insight, amazing, actionable steps to take in your sales journey. Some more updates for you. I'm going to start publishing twice a week. You can still expect amazing interviews with amazing people on Wednesdays, but Fridays, I'm going to start publishing episodes where it's either myself, my business partner, or both of us talking about what we are currently experiencing in our business and the things that we're currently going through. But I'm also going to review the previous episode, the the Wednesday before the the Friday episode goes live, kind of just recapping what I thought of the interview, how I um, have implemented some things that I've learned from that, my conversation with whoever that person is on the interview. But I also feel that it's important to kind of dissect what our guests talk about because I don't know about you, but for me, after re-listening to some episodes, I often get caught up in, okay, this is, you know, this person built their business this way, but this other person built their business this way. I kind of want to do both things. And now I'm just caught up in a hamster wheel of all these ideas that I have and they're spinning around in my head. I might be writing them down on paper or I have all these ideas and none of them get done. I'm not taking action on any of them. I don't know if you're feeling that way, but if you are, I kind of want to give you some insight into how we are taking these conversations and implementing them to our own business, but kind of give you an update of things that we are currently going through because not only do we get to talk to cool people all day, but we actually have a company that is experiencing a lot of different things that we talk about in operations and systems and sales in, um, marketing and other things that I think would be very valuable for you guys to hear and maybe a different approach to thinking about how to continually grow your business because we're all about helping you consistently generate six figures in your business. If you've noticed what I've tried to do on these interviews and on the show is not give you like a quick dopamine hit of here's how to generate six figures in the next five days, but I want you to start thinking about these interviews and the content we'll be posting on Fridays as 
here is how you can set up a foundation for your company, for your business to generate six figures long term, right? We're not going to sugarcoat anything. We're going to be real and honest with what we're discovering and experiencing in our company because we want you to know that this isn't a short game. This is, if you guys know anything, if you guys have ever heard Gary V talk, he always talks about long, the long game, playing long-term. And it's true. That's what you have to do. Podcasts are great. Our episodes are great. I don't want you to stop listening to the interviews, but I want you to start actually implementing the things that you hear and start growing your company, start growing as a person from them. So um, that's what you can expect on Fridays. Either me talking like this me talking like this with my business partner. Um, but it'll, it'll be a different form of conversation that I think will be very beneficial for you. So expect that to come out on uh, Friday, a couple days from now. All right. I'm going to give a shout out to one of our reviews on our podcast and then also thank our sponsors. So if you're ready for the episode and you're over the long intro, go ahead and fast forward to my conversation with Andre Bolin. But for now, I want to give a shout out to V is me who said, I've been listening to Cam's interviews and I'm always impressed with the questions he asks his guests. They're the questions that the rest of entrepreneurs would want to ask if we were in his seat. I love that I don't spend my time listening to fluff. I spend it getting practical tools that I can implement along with much needed wisdom from those who've been there done that seriously love this podcast thank you for the excellent interviews thank you v is me for the kind words i love that you are getting some valuable information and insight from these interviews that's all that i want is for you guys to take this implement it and grow from them so thanks again v is me for the kind words i wish i knew your name and your business so i could give you a shout out and possibly send some people over your way guys if you want to be shouted out on the podcast hit me up on facebook instagram tag me in something put your name in in a review on itunes just let me know who you are i would be happy to shout you out and send people over to any of your social accounts or your business um, i appreciate you guys and your kind words and your reviews as always Let's give a quick thank you to our sponsor today. Running a successful online business is easy when you have a proven system. Kajabi is that system. All the tools you need to easily create online courses, launch marketing campaigns, build landing pages, and design the perfect website without buying another piece of software ever again. Guys, Kajabi is incredible. It's what our current membership platform is built on. It's super easy to use. And if you're looking to implement some design, some landing pages, some marketing campaigns in your business, and you're looking for a platform that does it all and does it all well, I highly, highly recommend Kajabi. They've also been kind enough to give us 25% off every package or pricing plan that they have. Even if you are already a current customer, they'll switch you over to our account, they'll switch you over to our platform, and you'll be able to get access to that 25% discount. Just go over to our membership at lvrg.it, sign up, and then you'll get access to that discount. Here's the interview with Andra Bolin. Andra, how are you? Good. Thank you so much for having me. I love that rolling bowling. I'm so excited to meet with your audience and, and help them and help all the listeners, you know, just step up their sales game and show up more powerfully and confidently in those conversations. Yes, absolutely. I, I'm, I'm very excited to, to hear your philosophy on, on sales and how 
Um, it should be done, especially for the people listening who, who want to get from where they are to where they want to be um, on their journey to hitting six figures. So what, what do you think is the biggest misconception when it comes to uh, acquiring high ticket clients? Yeah, I think the biggest um, fear or block that I hear so many entrepreneurs share is that, you know, they hesitate to sell because they don't want to come across pushy, sleazy, begging. Um, They're not really sure how to transition from coaching and serving where they're really comfortable into that ask. And so I think some of that sometimes, if I can be as bold to say, is like ego driven. And it's not that they're egotistical. It's just that, look, we know that we have great services. We know that it helps people. And so we kind of want people just knocking at our door, asking how they can get in. And to have that conversation where you're trying to, in their perception, is you have to try and convince someone why you're the one. It's like bad date. It's like going on speed dating, but like amped up. It's really uncomfortable and awkward. And so what do we do? Um, you know, our job, our natural instinct is to avoid anything that's uncomfortable. And so we just find other ways to sell it. Um, and when we do that, um, we're just leaving money on the table, but money also metaphorically of the opportunity to get more people inside your signature services, where you are like the bomb at solving problems and helping people. So I think the big thing is that big fear is just the hesitation of not really knowing how to really step into this, um, exerting your own inner power. So let's dig into that. What what, what would you say are, are the key elements of stepping into the person you are when when selling for one, but especially for, for high ticket? Yeah, I think the big thing that I always encourage people to do is to understand that selling is just a vehicle In other words, to me, selling is an expression of how you show up. So here's what we, here's what we know, right? We ask people to show up inside of our services, right? We implore them. We, we work with them. We inspire them to show up in spite of the fear. And so I think the big thing, the first step that I would tell people to do is do it scared. And what I mean by that is stop waiting for selling to feel good and just start selling right. Because feeling right is where your power is. Sometimes we do things that are right. We know it's right. And it's scary as heck. And it's uncomfortable as all get at, but it feels right. And when you focus in on like, I'm going to come in and do this because I want it to feel right versus good. Good is the reward for showing up consistently and working through that. And so that's the first step is just show up and be willing to be uncomfortable and know that that's totally okay. I'm a client coming to you and mm-hmm. I, I, I'm, I'm here. I'm saying, Andra, I, I know I have something valuable to provide to people, but I just don't know how to get in front of them. How do I attract these people into my life that I want to work with and, and bring into this amazing business that I want to create for myself? That's such a good question because What's really interesting, Cam, is that when people actually hire me, like, and they say, oh my gosh, I'm not converting, fix my sales, right? They think that I'm going to actually first start listening to their call recordings and dive into that. And it's actually the opposite. That's actually the last thing that I look at 
So what does that tell your listeners? That tells you that you don't even actually have to be good at selling to make sales if you do these things right first. And so the first thing that I would tell people that really want to start, you know, getting people excited about what they have to offer, it's the three P's. You need to prime your browsers so that they want to be buyers. You need to, and we'll dive deep into each one. The second one is you need to prepare your prospects for the truth, what they're really being asked and invited into. And you need to pre-qualify them. And this is the one that I see people missing so often is they're not creating the space for people to qualify themselves first mm -hmm. before they get access to their calendar. And so this is why any everyone gets frustrated because they're putting out these weird offers of like, let's hope, hop on a strategy call or let's hop on a coaching call. And I'm not saying that to dish you or make you feel bad, but the reality is, is that's really not what you're doing. And so what happens is you're setting yourself up to feel uncomfortable, to feel sleazy, to feel icky and gross, because what you're going to do is you've got somebody coming in that thinks they're going to get coaching. And listen, you're going to slay that coaching. And then you're going to have that moment where it's like, how do I transition from coaching into an invitation? This is awkward. And it just falls apart from there. So what I tell people is like, let's prepare people for the truth. Let's prepare them and let them know that, yes, you are in fact coming in to explore my kick-ass program. And then let's pre-qualify them on the jump by saying, hey, this is perfect for you if you are A, B, and C, but please do not even touch this button if you are X, Y, and Z. And what you're doing um, when that happens, Cam, is you're, what I call is you're taking a stand for sales and you're taking a stand for your people. That means you care enough about them to create a really um, epic experience from first touch to testimonial, not just when it's time to sell. I love it. I love it. That's, that's fantastic. And, and I have a question from the priming aspect, because from what I can tell before the priming happens, there, I'm sure there, there's things that need to, to be set up in terms of like branding or, or marketing. Am I correct? Or what happens before the priming? You need to know, well, before you can prime, you need to be clear on some things. And I, and this is like my favorite work to do because it's really about um, just, again, that whole showing up piece, right? Like, it's like, let's just go all in on who we are and what we stand for. And let's just double down on it. So to me, when it comes to like your branding and your marketing, you can't really do that if you don't really understand what your unique system is for solving. Like, who are you? What is the stand that you are, right? Like, who are you inside of your business? How are you the voice of your business? How are you going to show up powerfully for your business? And I get really jazzed up about this because I don't think of a business as an entity. I think of it as its own identity. And I think of it that it has its own voice, but yet you've nominated it to be the voice right? You're the voice. And if you're not going to be the voice for it, then you're shunning your, like you're silencing your business. And I just get really, um, that, that like fires me up because it's like your voice, everyone deserves a voice, right? Like everyone should have a voice, including your business. So I want to know like, who are you? Who is your business? what is your business really like? What is it all about? Like, what does it stand for? What is its values? What does it believe? 
How does it really want to show up in the world? What is its unique system for solving? And why is it, how are you different? What's your differentiator? Because for example, you know, I'm a sales coach and mentor, right? And there's a lot of people that teach stuff around selling. But my stand is, is that the stand, the thing that makes me different is I'm saying, let's stop making the sales call, do all the heavy lifting. What would happen if we stopped selling and started interviewing? What would happen if we started like getting them, you know, getting them so excited about who you are and what your business does and how it helps them and repel the people who shouldn't be excited about it so that you're compelling people at the same time. So they're coming and knocking on your door at an eight, nine, or a 10. And now the sales conversation becomes a formality of discernment. Mm. Mm. Powerful, powerful stuff. I don't know if people would admit it. It's, it's one of the more difficult things to do in your business, right? You have, so you have the outline of what you're going to be doing with your clients. You know the outcome of what working with you will, will create for them. But getting them into that system tends to be difficult for a lot of people. Yeah. And that's why um, we have to be really clever and intentional about how we show up, right? We need to be methodical and we need to really think about like, we need to think about what, like, number one, we need to understand the problem so deeply that when we're out there with our content, we're clarifying that problem. So what happens when you do that? Like, for example, I could easily say, Hey, the real reason why you're not making sales isn't, isn't the sales, it's not that you don't know how to close, it's that you don't know how to actually, you know, gauge people's interest and garner people's interest in the front end, right? And so it's like, how do I, how do I start showing my audience that what they think is the problem isn't the problem at all? There's something bigger looming. And so when you come, when you start developing content and start talking to people and helping them clarify the problems, through your content, you're going to start attracting people because that's different to them. You're appealing to something beyond the logic. You're getting into their center, their core. You're hitting them in the gut with some truth. Mm. And people are turned on by the truth. I know mm. I am. I know you <laughs> are. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And we know the truth when we hear it because we can feel it. So I want to get tactical with you real quick. Oh, boy. <laughs> What, so, so first of all, I want you to, I I want you to outline the process you take people through. And then what I'm really interested in is what, how you're like shifting what they think they know to what they are now implementing in their business after working with you. Okay. So let's see what we can get done in our time together. Okay. Uh, so a I, quick I think, synopsis, <laughs> right? Yeah, no, because I want to make sure that I'm staying in my zone of greatness as it relates to sales. But I, I think the thing that I would say is like, if we were to outline the problem, let me just kind of explain to you what I would do when I start working with someone. The first thing that I'm looking at is I do want to look at their pipeline. In other words, I want to look at two pieces. I want to look at the brass tacks. Like I want to look at their um, sales page for their program or invitation page. I want to see if they have an application system. I want to see, um, what they're doing once someone, once they initiate that act, that call to action. So once you invite someone in, into a conversation, I want to look at all that collateral 
that is in between that invitation and the call itself. So that's the piece. So that's where I'm looking at those sales pages, your application. I'm looking at your copy. I'm looking at emails. I'm looking at all those things. Um, if someone is struggling to get people into their offer, um, even into that call to action, I'm first going to look at, are you actually even showing up? Because here's the thing, Cam, nine times out of 10, the real reason why people aren't getting anyone into their pipeline is, is they're not showing up for that opportunity. They're not creating that opportunity. They're not consistent on their social media. They're not talking about their, you know, the problems. They're not identifying with their prospects and they're not showcasing their unique solution system for solving problems. Hmm. Uh, there's just, you know what it is? It's like too many people are swimming in shallow waters um, and they're not going deep. And although I love that song in the shallow by Lady Gaga, <laughs> I don't believe that people should be selling in that, that we need to go deep. And I think that is the thing that I would look at first is like, how deep are you going? Are you playing yourself? Are you going deep? And here's the thing. You can't go deep on a piece of paper with a pen. This is the problem that I see too many wonderful entrepreneurs experiencing is they're too busy burying their head in the books and hiding out in their outlines and their brand colors and their logos and getting the perfect name instead of just getting out there and working with people because the real way that you find out what the problems are, you know, identifying with people is to actually start working with people. I wanted to, I wanted to ask you that question for two reasons. One, so that the coaches listening to this or anybody that is selling something can listen to the process that you're taking people through. It's not just, it's, it's pretty in-depth, right? And you didn't even get into half of it, I don't think. Second reason is because I want the people who are struggling with sales to, to see what they're actually missing inside their business based on some of the things that you just said. And I'm going to tell you right now, if you're struggling, so here's how you know your sales call system is broken. Broke five broke, okay? Number one, you're not getting leads, right? So it's broken if you're not getting calls booked. It's broken if you're getting calls booked and it's a bunch of disqualified people. Like you're just talking to people and you're like, whoa, they, like, they're not even ready for this, right? It's broken if you're getting people who aren't showing up, which means you just, what's the polite way because I don't I don't know your audience and how how to say it we're about honesty here like it's like you're (laughs) dropping your draws it's like you're giving them the cookie and they haven't done anything to earn the cookie okay which means the calendar you're giving them access to you and your time and you don't even know if they're so there was nothing in it for them to do it so if something better comes up a better offer they're not going to show up to the call Mm. right um so what's happening is you're serving your sales up cold not hot if you're getting, if you're experiencing low conversions, your sales call system is broken. And let me tell you something. Um, th- there's like two main buckets. So there's the setup. If you have the right setup and you develop your skill set, which I work with people on both, you should be getting 60 to 80% conversions. If you have a poor setup and you're mediocre at selling, you're going to get about 10 to 20% conversions. If you're average at selling and you have an okay setup, like there's just some leaks going on, you'll probably get 30%. What I find is when people work with me, it's like, look, do you want to take less calls and convert more? The answer is always what? Of course. Of course. So this is what I'm all about is like, let's stop putting the burden 
of your client acquisition on the sales conversation itself. Let's set people up to know what they're coming into, why they're coming into it. Let's get them fired up about it so that when they do apply, now what's happening inside the sales conversation energetically is just different, right? Now we're connecting. Now we're clarifying. Now we're, you know, really making sure that they're ready for the commitment. And we're also protecting the people that are already on the inside so that you're bringing the right people into the experience. Mm. I love it. What do you foresee being the next most important aspect of generating high ticket sales in the next 12 months? Oh, I will tell you this. Um, To me, like the thing that just totally changes the game is you've got to go all in on how you are priming your browsers. It's just really noisy out there um, right now. And if you're not willing to take a stand deeply and show up confidently um, and stand up for your solution and really get out there and start touching people by the heart so you can lead them by the hand, it's going to be really difficult for you, really. Like, we need depth. Your audience needs it. I need it. You, You, the listener, needs it. Like, we are not turned on by tricks and you know, things like that. Like it's dead. The consumers are smarter. Um, they're, they're more desensitized. It's just like, we just have to go all the way in and go deep. And to me, you just can't develop that level of depth if you're hiding out, you know, hiding out under a rug. I think people need to stop learning and start doing. Hmm. <laughs> Don't hurt them like that. I know, but I've done it. I've done it myself where I've been like, oh my gosh, I can't possibly do this post until I, until I'm a hundred percent confident. See, yep. This is what it is, is that people have an idea, right? Like they have an idea. They're not dumb. Like we know, like everyone's amazing. Like I, there's so many amazing, badass entrepreneurs out there that nobody knows about because they are stuck in this paralysis of perfection And it needs to be right for them. And I'm telling you, the best way to develop the rightness is to get out there and be willing to fall flat on your face. Mm. Because I don't like, think about like your own business. My business, who I serve and how I serve them has evolved only because I was working with people. (laughs) There's no other way for me to know. I couldn't know that on paper. I'm not designing an avatar. Like, I don't care if she has blonde hair. I could care less. What I care about is the problem. Mm, there you have it. Go get clients. Just go get clients. Don't worry Just about the minutia. Start yeah. showing up, getting things done. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like one of my um, good friends, cause I'm getting ready to launch a, a new mentorship program. And I was like, Whoa, like even me, like I've got opportunities cause I've spent the last, you know, two years working with like high impacting seven figure entrepreneurs and so I'm like, crap, I haven't done anything to build my list. So I'm, I'm, I'm speaking out to you guys what I also have to do myself. So what's the first thing that I did um, that you guys can start doing is I sat down and I thought, okay, what are the problems? What do they think the problem is when it comes to selling? So I just started writing down those notes. What, how are they feeling? What are they experiencing? Wrote down more notes. What do I believe about selling my product? And right there, I've got a list of 10 
video snippet ideas that I can just start speaking life into. And that's what you have to do. So here's the good news. It doesn't matter where you're, it doesn't matter what's happened before. You don't have to trip over what's behind you. We can start fresh today. And that's all you have to do is make a decision that today you will show up and all everything else just gets a heck of a lot easier. Cause now you're, you're, um, it's like you're using the muscle and it, everything just gets easier. The more you work out. I love it. I'm fired up. <laughs> I'm fired up for you guys. I'm fired up. I hope that you guys listening are fired up about this and know that you're not alone, but just go out and get clients, go out and do the thing, you know, you got to do that you don't want to do, but you know, is going to provide the outcome that you're looking for. Andra, I have some fun questions for you just to get to know you real quick. Oh boy. So that our audience knows who's telling them to go get shit done. Yes, let's do it. Okay. okay. The first one, what is one non-negotiable habit you implement every day? I am going to brush my teeth every day, guys. <laughs> I don't, I don't Hygiene up. is important. Hygiene is important. Um, yeah, that's the first thing that came. To be honest with that's you, right. my hydroxy cut probably is a non-negotiable Cool. Health. It sounds like health and hygiene is, is important to you. It Second is. one. What is one book you wish everyone in the world would read? You know, one of my favorite books is The Way of the Peaceful Warrior. It's so good. And it's all about, um, it's a little woo, but it's really so good about self-empowerment and trusting your intuition mm. uh, because we all have it. And then like acting on it. And I even teach that when I talk to people about selling, when you're talking to somebody, you get those little nuggets, those little whispers, like, Hmm, you know, that doesn't seem right. Or, Hmm, I wonder if, but most people don't act on those. And that's, that keeps you from, you know, really deeply connecting with someone. So I think that's one of my favorite books and it was a great movie too, by the way. Love it. On what do you like to spend your time and money on outside of business? Ew. Well, I love to, um, okay, you guys really want to know? You're going to think I'm creepy. Yes. <laughs> okay, I am nosy by nature. And so I love spending my time watching um, true crime. Like I literally will go and find a courtroom or trial that's happening and go sit in the courtroom and just watch everything wow. that's happening. I My dream is to own a podcast called The Observer where I just report back everything that I'm seeing when I'm seeing it. So people watching um, and just investigating is a, a, a deep passion of mine. And I like to spend my time doing it. So cool. Let me know when that podcast drops. I'm I know. <laughs> I gotta That's find awesome. All the court cases. <laughs> That's awesome. What is the most memorable experience you've ever had? Oh, wow. Gosh, these are so good. You're like really making me think. Because I, I think what's really interesting is that um, like my memorable experiences are more like, it's almost like collections, like albums. And I think, you know, when I was young, really growing up, because um, I'm not with my family now, like everyone's scattered and we don't really have traditions anymore. So I really feel like the most memorable experiences that I have are based around traditions. I will tell you that what I get teased about is that I used to be afraid of Santa Claus. And we used to have to put the piano bench in front of the door so Santa Claus couldn't come in, as if that would stop him. Uh, <laughs> You're still getting like, presents, right? Yeah, I was really scared of Santa Claus. Like, I thought he was going to come for me. What is the most insightful or actionable event you've ever been to? 
I don't really go to a lot of events. But let me tell you something that did kind of get me fired up was I just went and saw Gary V in Arizona. Mm-hmm. And I'd never seen Tony Robbins before. And listen, I, I don't, I don't want to, I'm not going to share my personal opinion of him, but I will tell you something that, that event, like even just watching him for an hour, that dude is a master of creating an experience very quickly. He keeps the temperature of the room at 51 degrees. It's in his contract. Did you know that? I did. Insane. Um, he had me saying I within a few minutes and I, then it even lasted after the event, like for like a week, I was saying I. Um, so I think that was probably the most impactful as it related to um, witnessing. Remember, I'm an observer. Watching how somebody could take an audience that doesn't really know who he is and flip it just like that in a matter of seconds. It was insane to watch. Yeah, he. you're right. He's a master at what he does. And it's it's quite incredible, actually. Phenomenal to witness. Yeah, so cool. All right, so you have something cool to give the audience. Yes. Will you please let them know where they can, one, find you, and two, go ahead and tell them about this cool playbook. Yeah, so I'm all over social media, especially the gram. I'm like lighting it up with my little like two, three minute sales fix videos. That's like my new thing. Um, And I'm really liking that because it's like quick hits. And I think that's something that I would tell your audience. It doesn't have to be big. Just go in and do something, right? Just a quick hit. Um, But yeah, but I want to actually share the high converting sales playbook um, that I personally have created and used. Um, used it myself inside of a launch and generated over a million dollars in sales in under seven months. I would like to give that to you guys for free. Uh, You get a book, you get a book. (laughs) (laughs) And I think that'll help them too, because I I know we didn't have time to really dive deep into like what happens inside of a sales conversation, Um, but you'll get more insight inside of that um, playbook. You'll get both the setup and the sale. That's awesome. So guys, we're going to put all those resources in the show notes. You can find them on our blog at lvrg.it. You can go to your favorite podcast platform, search for this awesome episode. When it goes live, you will know. And then you can also watch this video uh, interview on YouTube. So Andra, I have one last question for you before uh, we end this awesome conversation. What is one last piece of advice you would give to the people listening? Show up to go up. Don't be afraid. Like, listen, it doesn't have to be pretty. It doesn't have to be perfect. Um, But I'll tell you what, you will empower yourself and you will bring power and life into your real genuine desire, which is to help people solve problems through your signature solution. And that requires you to show up for it. So just do it. One thing, one little thing, it doesn't matter. Just make the expectation and the attachment only around showing up, nothing else. Boom. Show up to grow up. Guys, that is Andra Bolin. And we were for sure rolling in that conversation. (laughs) Love it. My name is Cam Martinez. I hope that this episode provided a ton of knowledge and insight today. Even though we didn't go deep on the sales conversation, that's just a reason for you to look her up, get the playbook, and, and dive deep into learning more about sales and how you can use them to your advantage. So 
Thank you, Andra, for being on this episode today. It was awesome. Thank you so much. Cheers, everyone. You've been listening to the Six Figure Roadmap. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to subscribe and leave a review. To learn more about our membership, visit us online at www.lvrg.it.